Hey, and welcome to The Energy Revolution, the show for those who know there is something more, who are searching for the answers and meaning to life, who want to create change within themselves and on our planet. My name is Yvette Taylor and I am your host. We're going to be talking all things energy, from the world of science to spirituality and how this taps into our society as a whole. Now, for those of you who are new to our community, please do come and discover more about EAM, the Energy Alignment Method, over on www.discoveream.com forward slash pod. Now, this is no ordinary show. What you'll find here are the answers you've been searching for. And I know, I know, I know, I know that there is a reason that you are listening to this today. So this episode is, it's all about energy. We are going to be exploring the science and spirituality of energy and how you are truly made how science explains what ancient principles have been talking about for centuries and how you can use these to change your life and our world starting today. Very simply, it's about understanding the reality, about understanding our reality of life and how we can impact and even create the future that we all want. You see, the biggest challenge is that At a core, we have no idea who we truly are. We've never been taught about the energetic nature of life, or for those who are maybe thinking this is all really woo-woo, we're going to be talking about the science and spirit, how the two things really are interconnected and how it's simply two languages trying to describe the very same things. Honestly, (laughs) I love geeking out in both worlds. The problem is we never really understand the true scientific and spiritual nature of what makes you, you. We've often allowed ourselves to play small. We've dumbed ourselves down with TV, with social media, with drink and drugs and shopping, and we've made that what life is all about. Or We think that's what we've created. And then we wonder why we end up miserable and unhappy, why we feel like everything in our life is meaningless or lost, when truly what each and every single one of us is searching for is a reconnection back to that place of flow. We've all experienced it. We've all had those moments in our life where everything just feels amazing, where everything just feels like you are connected to something bigger, to something more. You've had those magical moments where it feels as if you've almost wished for something and it's happened. It's something you can choose to tap into all day, every day, if you know how. Thing is, as human beings, we are kind of, we're driven to understand ourselves We're driven to understand more about our reason for being here, the purpose we have in life and how we can actually do more to contribute to our own well-being and collectively as part of this planet. We all secretly know when you stop and take a minute, we all secretly know there is more to us. 
We've all experienced it at some point when we stop and actually take a minute to ourselves. We know that we've tapped into this source of being at least once in our life sometime before. Now, as I went on my own search to try and understand life, which began some 20-something odd years ago, you might have heard a little bit of my story in the first episode, but I became so frustrated with hearing people say things like, everything is energy or just meditate on it or the answers are inside of you without someone giving me any practical, simple, logical guidance on how to put it into practice. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to be free of my pain. What do you do on those days when when you're just angry or sad or frustrated or heartbroken, I didn't feel very spiritual in that moment. All I wanted to do was quite frankly, tell the world to fill in the blank with whatever you think I said, but you've probably very close. So my journey was one of self-discovery and I geeked out on everything, scientific research into the world of transformation, studying every therapy you could think of, qualifying in literally everything. I had a degree in energy healing and our interactions in the world. And I trained in almost most therapies that you can think of. And over the last 20 years, I've been teaching, reading, learning, understanding, implementing, putting this into practice and shared what I know now with more than 50,000 people around the world. Now, what I do know is that energy is really, truly holistic. And one of the ancient philosophies that really, really got this was the Chinese philosophy, which probably a little bit biased. I spent three years studying it, but the Chinese philosophies do encompass everything on this planet and have really sensible processes that help to explain some of the ways that it begins to interact. But what I then discovered is that many, 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 many streams of new science are also talking about exactly the same things. They're just using different language. So EAM, the energy alignment method, is a bridge between the world of science and spirituality. And the conversations we're going to have will be stepping into both worlds. So today, what I want to introduce you to are are just some of the main pieces of the puzzle. When we talk about the world of energy, this isn't just in the world of energy healing. If you look at everything on earth, everything requires some form of energy in order to survive. When no energy sources are present, life will die. The majority of life requires light in order to grow. Um, Think about plants growing towards the sun, photosynthesis, producing oxygen, algae in the oceans. The same applies to us too. We need light in order to thrive, grow and expand. Our universe is made of structures so massive that it's beyond comprehension to even try and squeeze them into our mind because they simply don't even fit onto this planet. And there are also particles so tiny that they are impossible to imagine. They interact with our lives every single day, but just because we don't see them, we seem to forget or believe that they somehow don't exist. 
Yet when you look into the research, um, the science that sits behind all of this and really deepens our understanding, all sciences focus on energy. Uh, there are different areas of science, geology, astronomy, chemistry, maths, physics, to name a few. But the one thing that they're all exploring in some level or another, they're trying to describe this field of energy that creates and shapes everything. So in addition to looking at some of the scientific concepts from a Western perspective, we are also going to draw on Eastern philosoph philosophical, philosophical, if I can get my words out, Eastern philosophical traditions when we're looking at the understanding of our world, because it actually fills in many of the gaps that science is still trying to explore. So when we can bridge the worlds between two, we actually create a very comprehensive understanding of ourselves in terms of how we work energetically. So let's begin with some of the sciencey bit. What is electromagnetic energy? Many of us will have heard it. We've definitely, definitely, definitely all used it. We interact with it every single day. Electromagnetic energy is the term used to describe electrical or magnetic waves that travel through space. Uh, we use them every day in things like x-rays, UV light, visible light, microwaves, radio waves. They're allowing us to communicate with each other right now. Um, you know, the power of electromagnetic energy electromagnetic energy is enormous. It's huge. We interact with it all the time. Yet we don't see it with our eyes. Now, this is really important for us to remember. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You're using energy all day, every day. Think about the effect of gamma rays. Think about the effect of radio waves. Think about the uh, gamma waves are, are ones that are used to blow up bombs. Um, X-rays, think if you go and have an X-ray, you have to put on this lead coat. You know, you can't just go waltzing into an X-ray room because they can cause harm and damage. You don't see them, but you definitely, definitely feel the impact of it. So energy is around us all of the time. Science has proven that we are all connected through an energy mat, a field of electrons. Every single thing is connected on an electron level. Um, and it's the electron field. Now, what that means is every single piece of energy, thoughts, beliefs, emotions, all energy affects everything else. What you're thinking and feeling affects me. What I'm thinking and feeling affects you because we're connected through this infinite field of energy. And quantum physics have proven that this field of energy exists. This isn't just a spiritual concept, yet it's something that many spiritual practices have talked about for thousands of years. So one of the most exciting experiments in the world of quantum physics is something known as the double slit test. This incredible experiment proves that everything around us exists by being experienced by you or me. Boom. We are the observers and your environment shifts and changes state based on whether or not you are looking at it or observing it. In essence, what it shows is that tiny electrons actually decide what to do in response to being observed. When energy goes unobserved, when it's not being watched, it kind of behaves like a wave of water. 
And when it is observed, it behaves like a ball. So what does that mean to you and I? It means that electrons are affected, energy is affected and behave differently depending on you observing it, depending on you, you observing it or me observing it. When a mind is present, energy only appears as matter when it's being observed. Now, I think if you're listening to this, you might have heard something along these lines before, but this is really important in the context of changing our own lives. It means that all of reality, all of reality is one big field of energy with the potential for anything. Because how we observe is what gets, how we observe it is what changes it. Our observation is what changes reality. Now, imagine that you've got filters in your observation that already predetermine what you're going to see. We're going to talk about this more in following episodes, but that's exactly what happens. Our experiences, our perspective, our filters, our beliefs, our thoughts shape the world and the reality around us. So the reason I'm sharing this with you now is because it means you have the power You have the power to change anything in your life, no matter what is happening around you. Take that on board for a minute. Think about what that means in the context of everything that's happening in the world right now. Imagine when we can switch everyone's attention away from things that don't serve us, don't support us, to something empowering, to the world that we want to create, to the freedom that we want to have, to the love we want to experience, to the passion we want to have, to the joy we want want to experience in life. Imagine when millions and billions of people see this for themselves and make these decisions for themselves. Imagine our collective reality changing then. So one of the important things to, one of many important things I want to share, but one of the important things to, to really take on board is how we interpret energy and vibration. How do we read this energy all of the time? How do we interact with it? Well, we know about five of our physical senses. We're taught about these. Very often we're taught about these. From school, we're taught that we have five senses and there are only five senses, but that's not entirely true. We have five physical senses, our sight, sound, touch, smell, and taste. And each one has a specific role, but all of them translate a particular type of electromagnetic energy. So for example, our eyes receive and interpret um a range of energy known as visible light, the visible light spectrum. That's what they are designed to read. They read visible light energy. They can only see a a certain part of the electromagnetic energy spectrum. Now, um, our ears interpret sound waves, which is somewhere else entirely on the electromagnetic energy spectrum. Our skin interprets a range of pressure, temperature, and pain. 
and our taste interprets molecules of vibration on receptors on our tongue and sends signals into the brain. Now, each one of those senses is a reader, interpreter, uh, and translator of vibration. But our senses pick up far more information than from this electromagnetic energy field that's all around us and is part of us than what we see or what we think about every single day. We consciously perceive a tiny percentage of our reality. What you see is actually an inaccurate or incomplete picture. There's something like, and please don't quote me on the percentages, about 3% of the actual information that your body systems are translating is what you become consciously aware of. So think about that for a minute. What's happening to the rest of that information? What is the rest of that information that we're not perceiving consciously, but our body is reading all the time? Now, I said that there were five senses, but the truth is there is actually a sixth. And it's one that you have been interacting with more frequently than you know. But it's one of the ones that just doesn't get taught and doesn't get spoken about until now. So let me introduce you to the role of your heart. Our heart is the most powerful electromagnetic communicator in the body. Science has shown that it can be physically measured up to 20 feet away from you on a, on a machine called a superconducting interference device or squid. Superconducting quantum interference device. <laughs> you have to say it in the posh voice. Anyway, um, amazingly, what they've actually been able to show is the electrical measurement of your heart is 60, 60 times greater in amplitude than our brain. Now, think about this for a minute. We've been taught that our brain is the master. Um, our brain controls everything that's going on in our body. But actually, when we talk about it from a pure energy perspective, our heart has a far more powerful influence across the whole of our body's, body's physical and energetic systems. Now, what research has shown is that your heart does so much more than actually pump blood. In fact, it is a sensory organ. It acts as a super, super sophisticated, amazing encoding and processing center. And that means that your heart is able to learn, remember, and make independent functional decisions that bypass your brain. Dum, 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 dum. Seriously, insert some dramatic music there. This is a big deal. Your heart is making decisions. Your heart is sending messages throughout your body. Your heart is creating hormones and instructing your body on what to do. And in fact, there are more nerves going from your heart into your brain, which have been shown to fire and send electrical signals into the brain before the brain even responds to what's going on in your environment than there are from the brain into the heart, which shows that there is more information passing from the heart to the brain than the other way around. So why is this important? 
Well, when we cross the bridge from the world of science into spirituality, our heart is is our soul. It's where our soul resides. But our heart has also been shown to be connected to our electromagnetic energy field. That measurement of your heart's energy up to 20 feet away correlates very beautifully to something within your energy system known as your aura. And we will talk about this in one of many, many, many more of our episodes, but in the next episode, I'll talk more about that. Now, the sixth sense, many of us have heard of people having a sixth sense, you know, they're tapped into their intuition, they're tapped into uh, their psychic abilities, they're somehow magical in everything that they're doing. It's not really true. All of us have the ability to tap into our sixth sense when we can calm the chaos, let go of the fear and the pain and the frustration and listen to the amazing intelligence that our heart provides. Your heart is actually reading your energy field. Your heart is actually reading the whole of your environment. Your heart is reading and interpreting all of the information being sent through your nervous system and it sends information into the brain. Now, your heart is your sixth sense. Your heart is where the secret, which isn't even a secret to changing your life, really lies. Now, one of the things I want to very briefly introduce to you here, and we will definitely do future episodes on this, is that the concept of energy and movement. Now, there have There's been huge bodies of work around this, but one of them namely in particular to talk about who is my absolute idol, I wish he was my dad uh, or my best friend or my brother or something, is an incredible man, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many of you will have heard of him, and I'm manifesting it that we get him on here on a podcast episode um, to be here with us because he has inspired so much of my journey um, over the last 20 years. Uh, and actually he was one, he was the first person to get a copy of my first book. Um, incredible, incredible, amazing man. If you don't know Dr. Bruce Lipton, please go and Google him. He is a, a leading frontier change maker in the world of uh, bridging this gap between science and spirituality. He used to be a professor um, at top university in the US. I can't remember exactly which one it was off the top of my head, but he is now one of the leading um change makers in the world when it comes to the world of science and spirituality and the research around the way we think, believe, perceive, healing that's available within our lives. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you is some of the work that he did talked about um, studies that he'd done on the movement and direction of cells in Petri dishes. And this was one of the big ahas that kind of came when I was developing or, or when EAM was born, which is a story for another day. Um, But ultimately what it comes down to is that there are three fundamental movements of energy. If you were looking at a ball in front of you, you can either roll it to the left, you can roll it to the right, or it can kind of stay stuck in the middle. So within EAM, we talk about three flows of energy and these apply to everything in your life. And we will definitely do an episode around this because it impacts absolutely everything you do. And the foundation of EAM is really shifting the energy from two of these energy states into one that serves and supports you. So those three energy flows are called reversal, 
which is when the energy is flowing backwards. You've all experienced them. Um, moments in your life where it feels like you're stuck in a pattern, stuck in a habit. You're looking at things and it's like everything's repeating. It's like nothing in your life has changed. Uh, resistance are those times when you feel like you're in this push-pull. You just feel like you're being torn from one place to another. And then the receptive state, which is the one that we all want to be in. It's where you're moving. It's where you're in flow. It's where everything's moving in the right direction and serving and supporting you. Now, EAM is designed to help shift energy that's stuck in that reversed or resistant energy state with step four, that's what we do. And then with step five, it's all about bringing in that receptive, open, flowing, easy, free moving energy that's working for you instead of against you. So I'm putting all of this in context for you just before we talk about this very common word, the word flow. Now, many of us have used it before. If you're in the world of personal development or spirituality, you've definitely heard it. And even if you're not, you know, the flow state isn't just something that's used to manifest. This isn't just some spiritual nicety. Uh, flow is absolutely something that can be trained in. It's been used by top athletes. It's used in lots of different corporate companies um, who are, they call it um, peak performance or uh, you know, being in the zone, being in the zone. Um, but lots of people use this in performance coaching. It's about getting you into that innate intuitive state where you bypass consciousness, you bypass thinking, and you are tuned into a different part of yourself. Think about, we've all heard the analogy of, you know, a mum rescuing her child from a, a car that's been flipped over. And all of a sudden this mum has superhero strength where all of her doubts and thoughts and beliefs about herself have disappeared. And she's able to flip the car open, get the children out. And before the car, you know, rolls away down the edge of the cliff. And that was a bit of a dramatic story, but you get my point. It's when we tap into this part of us that is just powerful um, and beyond our limitations and you can choose to get yourself into this state. Imagine what our world will be like when we are using this in our everyday life. Imagine what it will be like when we actually teach our children how to do this at school. Imagine what the world will be like when we all get up and use this and do this every single day, tapping into our flow state, choosing the direction of our day, choosing the direction of our world, recognizing that our flow contributes to the whole of humanity. Now, what impact would that have on the world? What kind of world will that be? Think about it for a minute. What world would you rather wake up in? One where everyone's happy and in tune and in flow with themselves and what they're doing, or the one that we're living in right now, which might feel a little bit more like pain for some. Everyone can move to the state of flow, everybody, simply by noticing and shifting your emotions. That's one way of doing this. Now, unsurprisingly, there have been many, 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 many different scientific research studies into the state of flow. Um, and, and what they've discovered is that actually your body undergoes some incredible changes on a physiological and psychological level. So flow isn't just about manifesting. It isn't just about being in peak performance. It isn't just about being a top athlete. They've actually shown that flow is the state your body needs to be in in order to heal itself. 
when we're in flow, your body actually um, filters your blood, filters your tissues, filters your fluids. There's better absorption between capillaries and tissues. Um, your stress response reduces. You stop releasing stress hormones in the body like cortisol and adrenaline. Um, you actually sit your brain chemicals shift um, and you start to become more creative. You become more productive. You become far more focused. You are able to relax. Does anyone remember what that feels like? <laughs> You're able to relax and just be. There are marked changes in our ability to think clearly, to recall information, to access things from the past, as well as an incredible sense of emotional well-being, um, emotional stability, um, and we're able to think beyond our current experiences. Now, studies into uh, many different methodologies, flow building techniques like EAM, like the energy alignment method, have shown that being in that flow state, being in coherence, creates a massive drop in the effects of stress. It increases our, our ability to be more positive. It changes our quality of life, our attitudes. And all of that happens from being able to manage your state of flow. All of that can happen from being in flow. Now, what are the effects of being out of flow? We've talked about all of the amazing things that can happen when you're in it, but what happens when we're out of it? We've all experienced being out of flow, every single one of us, probably every single day. We call flow or more commonly flow is known as stress. Okay. We've all experienced stress in our lives. Stress is actually defined as the body's natural reaction to any change that requires an adjustment or response. And these changes can be happening on a physical, mental, or emotional level. Now, energetically, what we're really talking about is a state called incoherence. And uh, this is a term coined by um, the HeartMath Institute, who are an incredible institute, who've been one of many organizations who've been studying the effects of flow uh, for the last 30 years. Um, and they've, they've coined the terms coherence for flow and incoherence for out of flow. In EAM, we call the out of flow resistances and reversals. Now, these inco this incoherent energy state, again, affects us physiologically and psychologically and energetically too, which we'll definitely talk about um, in some future episodes. But sadly, for so many people, stress is just a normal part of everyday life. When it comes to changing your life, even if all you take away from this episode is this one understanding, that stress is not our normal state. We are not supposed to be living in a state of stress. We have become so used to this underlying low level of stress. It means that we're constantly out of flow. It means we're constantly unable to think clearly. And I, I would say over these last two years, it's no longer a low level of stress. It's a constant high level stress state. Even if you manage to get yourself back in flow or you know, focused in the moment or focused on what you're doing. Every time you look up or look outside, there's just this part of you that will go back into this place of being on high alert. With all that's going on in the world, 
This is one of the biggest reasons why people are finding it hard to think, feel, understand, or retain information. When you think, oh my God, someone I know has literally just lost their mind. (laughs) They literally have. Um, When you're in a state of stress, people cannot think clearly. Now, whichever side of the fence you're on, this is not meant to be controversial, but people simply don't take on board information when they're in the stress response. When we're in that space, we're designed to fight anything that's a threat to us, a perceived threat to us. When the brain is stressed out, it is in fear-based mode. It is it's kind of open to everything. It's on high alert and it will take in everything it sees as a threat and true in its own reality. Now, again, this is just a super high level view of, of what really we can dive into much, much deeper. And we definitely will in other episodes, but the ways that we can easily pay attention to and tap into our flow state are by paying attention to our emotions and our thoughts what's happening with our heart and what's happening with our brain. Once we start paying attention to these and we recognize the signs coming from our emotions, which is very simply any emotion that doesn't feel good to you, things like fear and stress and overwhelm, anger, frustration, jealousy, blame, shame, guilt, depression, powerlessness, all of those are incoherent, resistant, reversed, out of flow, emotions, and they are all a sign that your body's energy system is out of sync. It's not in coherence. You are in stress and there's something we need to do. There's something we need to resolve. And that thing we need to resolve is usually a thought, a belief, an emotion, or something within our environment. Remember, our heart is reading everything that's going on in our environment all the time, up to 20 feet away from us. So, The beautiful thing is we can actually change what we think and what we feel. And when we understand this, everything you recognize is simply an expression of energy. Learning to recognize which of those three energy states you are in, whether you're in reversal, whether you're in resistance or whether you're in the receptive state, then you have the power back in your hands to be able to shift and change it at will. And that's exactly what the five steps of EAM can help you to do. Now, just imagine a world for a minute where fear has disappeared. Everyone is happy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's carefree. And everyone is compassionate. Imagine when everyone knows that all we have to do, all we have to do is let go of the fear. And what we'll start to see back to what we were talking about with the power of the observer. Once we let go of the fear, we'll start to see our reality change. Now I know for some, this will sound way out there and way woo woo, but it is actually science. It's a different science to the one that you're probably hearing about in many places, but it is scientifically correct. We have the power to shape our reality and we shape our reality through what we think and feel. So if we change what we think and feel, we can change what we see. And by changing what we see, we change our collective experience. 
bum, 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 bum. I'm going to get some dramatic music to play on here. I really think I need to, because there are too many good things. Simply, <laughs> there are too many good things. Pay attention, underline, 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 remember. Now, the reason that I'm talking about all of this is because from a neuroscientific perspective, another, another stream of science, they've actually shown that we have the power to change our brain. Your brain is not stuck. Your brain is not fixed. We used to be taught that our brain can't be changed and that simply isn't true. We are rewiring our brain all the time, every single minute of every day. Your brain no longer has the connections in that taught you how to balance or how to start walking because you don't need them anymore in the way that you did. The parts of your brain that used to be so dedicated to focusing on walking um, are no longer there from when you were a baby. There's now a part of your brain that's focused on walking, but it's much smaller. And now that part of your brain is being used for something else. It's become rote, it's become learned, it's become programmed. And what we've actually shown, or what has been actually shown is that many of these different flow building techniques like EAM actually change the synapses. They change the connections in the brain so that these pieces of your brain, these pieces of the puzzle that were once connected, an emotion of fear to a negative experience, um, can actually be changed by using flow building techniques like EAM. And that, to me, is exciting. We're not going to dive too deep into our brain and nervous system today. Um, but th these are things that have been known for like the last 30, 40 years. Um, and yet, of course, much of this knowledge is yet to make it to the mainstream. It's very simple. What you focus on and give your attention to shapes your reality and you have the power to change both. So in the next episode, we're going to cross the bridge from science and concepts um, into concepts which are much more associated with spirituality. We'll explore our own energy systems and structures and gain a much deeper understanding of the power that we hold within ourselves by learning about these amazing interactions and connections between uh, the world of modern science and many of the things that ancient spiritual principles have been talking about for thousands of years. Now, from all of this, I want you when you come and listen to the next episode, I want you to really step outside of what you already know. Um, just be open to what's there. Um, and we're going to talk about this in a, in a lot more detail in the next episode. So do make sure that you come over and listen, because I want to introduce you to your powerful energy system. What makes you up? How you actually shape and create your life when we step into the world of energy healing. Now, as promised on every single episode, I am actually going to put the five steps or two of the five steps of EAM into practice with you. I want you to experience the energy alignment method for yourself. I want you to leave every episode feeling better when you go than you did when you got here. Now, if you're totally new to EAM or want to remember the words or want to get your hands on a quick nine minute video and the full five steps, of the energy alignment method themselves, visit www.discoveream.com forward slash pod. For now, just stay with me and be part of the experience. 
You can just listen in to what I'm about to share, but I do invite you to actually step up and uh, follow the steps with me, say the words out loud, take the actions that I'm going to share with you so that you can actually experience this for yourself. However, if you are somewhere listening where you can't fully take part, you're a bit embarrassed, you're worried what other people might say, do or think with what we're about to do, it's fine. You can just listen to me, but go back and play it later. Do it later. Um, and of course, if you are driving or operating any heavy machinery, please do not follow these next steps that I'm about to give you whilst doing so, because I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and that probably won't be a good idea whilst doing either of those. So I'm going to guide you through step four of the five steps of EAM, which is called you transform. This is all about you letting go of what's standing in your way and holding you back. And step five, which is all about manifesting, where we reprogram our energy system, our energy field into creating, manifesting a new thought, emotion, belief, experience, etc. So simply all I want you to do for me right now is just to close your eyes um, and to be present. Pop your hands down by your side. Of course, if remember, if you're operating any machinery or driving, please don't do this. And I'm going to invite you to repeat this following statement out loud after me. I'm going to repeat this slowly. You will have time to repeat these words. We're going to repeat this step four release statement for, uh, three times, and then I'll move on to step five. I am ready to release these doubts, worries, or concerns the inner critic or voice which is causing me to forget. I release any and everything which stands in the way of me fully understanding the real me. I release this from my energy in all forms, on all levels and at all points in time. I'm going to say this another two times. I am ready to release these doubts, worries, or concerns. I release the inner critical voice which is causing me to forget. I release any and everything which stands in the way of me fully understanding the real me. I release it from my energy in all forms, on all levels, and at all points in time. I am ready to release these doubts, worries, or concerns. I release the inner critic or voice which is causing me to forget. I release any and everything which stands in the way of me fully understanding the real me. I release it from my energy, in all forms, on all levels, and at all points in time. So that was a little piece of step four. Now we're going to move on to step five. Step five is best said with your palms facing up or even better with your arms up above your head if you are standing with your eyes closed. And this opens up your energy field ready to receive. So step five is called you manifest. And we simply repeat the, the reverse of what we were just doing. So all you need to do is repeat this statement out loud with me again three times. I am ready to allow myself to be open to all possibilities, to explore a new way of living, to remember of the pieces of the puzzle which make me me. I allow this into my energy 
in all forms, on all levels, and at all points in time. I'm ready to allow myself to open up to all possibilities, to explore a new way of living, to remember the pieces of the puzzle that make me me. I allow this into my energy, in all forms, on all levels, and at all points in time. I am ready to allow myself to open up to all possibilities, to explore a new way of living, to remember the pieces of the puzzle which make me me. I allow this into my energy, in all forms, on all levels, and at all points in time. Nice deep breath in and out. Just drop your arms down by your sides. And I would love to know if you felt any goosebumps, any tingling, any heaviness coming down in your hands. I'd love to know what you saw, felt, or experienced with this. Please do let me know as I love to hear your shifts. This is a very gentle one that we've worked on today. But as we go further forward in other episodes, we're going to have episodes about specific challenges that you have going on in your life. And we'll be doing the work together live on every single show. So here is one thing that you can do to put this into practice, really starting to acknowledge, remember even the power that you have, that we are these incredible, amazing energy beings. Of course, you can go back and do that EAM exercise again um, and when it's appropriate for you to do so. But try this out for yourself. Just very simply, if you remember I said, One of the quickest ways for us to create changes is to pay attention to what we think and what we feel, our emotions and our thoughts. Uh, You're having millions of those experiences every single day. And so I invite you to just catch yourself, catch yourself in conversation with that inner voice, catch yourself when you are about to say something negative out loud, catch yourself when you're feeling that low, depressed, angry, frustrated, fearful feeling, catch yourself and recognize that it is simply a state of energy. That's all it is. And using the five steps of EAM, you can choose to put yourself back into a place of flow in an instant. Seriously, how much difference will that create in your day? How much time will that bring you back? How much energy will you have when you're not being derailed or distracted by other things that are going on around you. Just ask yourself, is this really serving me? (laughs) Is feeling like this really serving me or anyone else? Is it serving my friends and family or the people I love? Is it serving the world? Me spending my time and energy doing this today. If not, use the five steps of EAM to let it go. Your state of flow matters. You being in flow will uplift the energy of a hundred, if not thousands of people who are not. Remember, we are all connected through this electron field. What you're thinking and feeling is impacting me. What I'm thinking, feeling, saying, and doing is impacting you. So together, in order to be part of this community, it's all about us stepping into our flow state and recognizing that's really the thing 
that is impacting each and every one of us on the planet. Together, we can create this ripple effect. Together, we can truly make a difference. If you've loved this episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating and review, say some lovely things about us. And if you love the show, please do share and spread this message to your friends. If you want to discover more about EAM and be part of the energy revolution, please do remember to come and visit www.discoveream.com forward slash pod. You can get your copy of the five steps, a short video and get, just get yourself over there for a billion reasons. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Remember wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you have the power to change your life simply by shifting your energy state. Your energy ripples far wider than you can imagine. So until next time, stay in alignment.